Oh God, how we need you. Lord, we need you at this very moment. Open our heart to hear your word. Open also my heart to share your word. Oh, how we need you. God bless you. And God will answer your prayer. You need him, he will run to you. He will rush with open heart. Open heart, he will embrace you, kiss you everywhere. We do that with kids, eh? <laughs> so my father, God, is like that, I'm pretty sure. Um, it is a blessing to come and share the gospel. It is a blessing to come and exchange heart on the, the word of God and asking him to help us. And this morning, I really believe that God will flame our heart for his will. So the topic is in his will. It's okay if I take this down and before I throw down. So let's read in 1 John chapter 2. It will not be on the screen. Uh, I will start in uh, verse 15. And we know that scripture. Uh, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loved the world, love for the Father is not in them. For anything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life come not from the Father, but from the world. And this is the verse. The world and is distressed, passed away. But whoever does the will of God live forever. So, Father, attract my heart to think about his will. And that's a big topic. His will. So, let's see the end of that verse. Whoever does the will of God will live forever. So, let's put up the slide on the screen. Is it there? Yeah. I'm watching that one. I don't see it. <laughs> How many times we have Hear this. What is the will of God for me? Do he, did you hear that question? What is the will of God for my life? What I should do? Sorry? Oh, 
obey to obey to what if we don't know the will of God? It's not easy to obey to something we don't know or we our heart is going on that side and that side. So I hear many times as a pastor, people coming to me say, I would like to know the will of God. And sometimes I would like to answer to them, me too. <laughs> so how many times we have this same thought? I think every disciple has been through this uh, deep question. What is the will of God for my life? Well, I have a good news for you. If you miss the will of God, do not worry at all. Because God, God has something for you. Look that. He could use a big fish <laughs> to uh, make you sure that you will follow his will. So for the one who said we need to obey, well, in that case, we know the story. <laughs> Jonah will not obey God. Instead, he ran away. <laughs> and I think we have to stop here this morning and look through that awesome story. It's amazing. Uh, the prophet Jonah, we don't know, know many things about him, where it's come from and all that. The only thing we know is that small story. But that small story is so important in the sight of God. God put that story there because he has a plan. He probably has a fish for you <laughs> to bring you back right on the, the good path. So God love us, so don't worry. Don't worry about the will of God. God will make his plan on your life and on my life too. So the next time you go fishing, be careful. <laughs> so in his will, we, we, I, I, I write down four things about that story on Jonah. The first thing is he ran away. Second thing, God has his number. <laughs> you could not flee. God has his number. The third thing, Jonah thought that God was wrong about the decision he has made, uh, the thing he has Jonah to do. And the last thing, he really did not do that with joy. He was not filled with joy to do that uh, will of God. And I think it is about also our image, each one of us. We run away often from the will of God. We run away, sometimes we hide in the world or we hide somewhere and we, sometimes we say, oh, I, I'm not sure. So it could be also a running away. 
because deep in your corner, you know exactly what God wants. But it could be a runaway that, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. It was my runaway, always to uh, put a stop. <laughs> well, I will pray again. <laughs> and also, I have another good news for you. God has your number. <laughs> you know where you live. You know how to contact you. You know how to come and speak to you, to you, and you know where you work. You cannot flee from his love. And you cannot flee from his purpose for you. He will accomplish. Because God is sovereign. He reigns. He reigns. He brought me many times from my hiding place. Uh, how many times we think God is wrong about our life? <laughs> me? You call me? You want to do that? And we, oh, no. Choose another one. <laughs> many times we, we think God is wrong about what he's asking us, or not about what he's asking, but more about what he gives to us. Many Christians I heard coming to, uh, to me and say, well, I think God is wrong about that gift. <laughs> I, I should not do that. I, I don't have the talent for that. Well, it's okay. Jonah thought God was wrong too. And God was not disturbed by, by that. And he find a way to give to Jonah an awesome, awesome key we will see uh, later. And many times, well, in my life, I said, okay, God, I do not enjoy to do that, but I will do it. <laughs> I, I, I will not like to go there to make that visit, but I'll do it. <laughs> and most of the time, well, almost every time, <laughs> I've been hit by an awesome grace of God, an awesome opportunity to see God in action. And I'm convinced that it happened to many of you. You don't feel to go there. And you go like that, backing. <laughs> you don't want to go there. And you get there, and poof, something happened. And you come back with joy, Jen dancing. Wow, God did something great. It happened to me many times. I'm sure it happened to you. So let's go through this. The first point, running away. So let's read this. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh. And preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and had for Tarshish, the opposite thing. I will split my sheep here because I will go from one to another one. Running away. 
Do you remember another uh, man who did not want to do the will of God? And that man is Moses. Remember Moses? Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. <laughs> Remember that? He said, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? What if they do not believe me or listen to me? I have never been eloquent. Please send someone else. Then the Lord anger burned against Moses. <laughs> it's an awesome burning. When God becomes anger because you do not listen, it is at a point to shape something in you. And it shapes something with Moses. And he said to Moses, hey, you have a brother. He is eloquent. He will talk, and I will tell him and you what to say. I will be with you. So, like I tell you, if you miss the wealth of God, he will bring you back somehow. He will burn on you, <laughs> or you will send a fish. So now, we have two things to watch when you walk. <laughs> the burning of God or the, the fish. <laughs> But that awesome thing about God is in anger is able to perform a transformation. Us, it's not the same thing. When we become anger, we destroy everything. But God can transform and build up. So, this morning, I would like that each one of us will understand that God will never destroy each one of us. He will build up. He will talk to us. He will do everything to bring you back in his will. So, if you hear, oh, no, God does not love me and uh, he's not happy with me, and uh, he will not use me, throw that in the garbage. Instead, say, God has anger about me and is about to transform my life. So I surrender everything. Burn me, God. <laughs> Send the fish. I will obey. And that's awesome, uh, that running away, because many Christians are running away from their calling, and we will come to that. So this morning, I hope you will run away very far because the fish is at the door. <laughs> Let's do the other one. God has your number. Aha. What is the focus of God? In that story about Jonah, 
Sometimes we focus on Jonah about his reaction. It's okay to know <laughs> the reaction of Jonah, but sometimes we forget what was the focus of God. It is an awesome focus. God has an awesome plan with Jonah. Let's read this. God, remember, is in the boat. The storm is about to destroy that boat and all that. Remember that story? It is written here. When the, the, the men on boat, they came to Jonah, he answered something. He said, I am an Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, what have you done? Just there. Can you catch now the focus of God? about these men? What have you done? These men's hearts were attracted by God. So he said, and they knew he was running away from the Lord. So somehow, Jonah shared that he was running away. They knew that. And now they see that storm, and they see that declaration about Jonah, and now they say, oh, God is really God. Something is changing in their soul right at this moment. The sea was getting rougher and rougher, so they ask him, what should we do to make the sea calm down for us? So he gave the key. Put me in the sea. <laughs> but look what they said. Instead, the men did their best to roll back the land. These men did not respond to the desire of Jonah to throw him in the sea. <laughs> they decided to save his life. That's a good heart, eh? Most of the people, if you have a key like that, kill me and you will be okay, they will kill the man <laughs> to flee the anger of God. But these men choose not to do so. But they were not able to do it. So what they did, they prayed God. They said, they cry out to the Lord, please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. And after that, they throw him in the water. And the water, in an instant, came calm. At this, the men, the, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and make vows to him. Can you see the focus, the focus of God here? All these men have been transformed and they turn their heart to the Lord. And they offer sacrifice and they offer also vow. Until now, 
we will serve you. We will do things for you, God. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome work of God. We focus on Jonah. But if we focus on the man, they have been saved. They have been transformed, and they are realized that God, the real God of the universe, is the Lord. That's an awesome work of the Lord. So, run away, Christian. Because men in this world need to be saved. Run away from your task. So, God will do something. Don't. Stay, sit there, nothing to do. Run away. <laughs> it's better running away or doing the will of God than nothing to do. Man will be safe because God has a focus and he will use you. You don't hear that many times, eh? <laughs> From the pastor, disobey God. <laughs> well, in that case, I think it is a good thought. Well, you will find out why Jonah was disobeying. That's a key. Don't disobey God just for any kind of purpose, okay? <laughs> there is one opportunity, only one thing you can disobey, and you will find out why. So the focus of God is what matters. It what matter. So instead of seeking the will of God, I encourage you to seek his focus. What matter for God? And because the Holy Spirit is there, you will receive the answer very fast. If you have and you go visit, let's say a family uh, in another city, and they don't, they, don't, they don't know the Lord, and you say, God, what matter for you about these people? You get the answer, right? It is? Salvation. It's easy to know the focus of God. Not so easy to, to know the will of God for us. But if we know the focus of God, maybe... It will help us to unify our heart to his heart. And when we visit our family, we will seek for an opportunity to share about our faith because we know the focus of God. Make sense? The next thing, Jonah thought that God was wrong. But Jonah, this seemed very wrong. And he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? Now we have a, a key here. Before Jonah received the message from God to go to Nineveh, he has something in his heart. Because he's saying that to the Lord. Is it not 
this what I was saying, Lord, when I was still at home? This is what I tried to foretell, foretell by fleeing to Tarshish. Now we know why, why he was fleeing. God, you are an awesome God, a gracious God, a compassionate God. You are slow to anger and abounding in love. O oh God, who relent from sending calamity. So, Jonah know the heart of God, the focus of God. He know that God is not a God who will destroy. And he was angry about that. So he thought that God has make a wrong decision. Those people in that great city, God, it's not right you save them. Is it some people around you and you think it's not right they could be saved? Think about some people who are great sinners. They do really bad things. And they go in prisons, they are the gospel, and they are saved. I serve you all my life, God, and you saved that wicked one? You did not have that thought before? Well, many people have that kind of thought in our world. It's not fair to save an ISIS. Mm. It's not fair to save these people who are terrorism. It's not fair to save that guy who killed many people. I met one guy here in Ottawa. He'd been in jail for 25 years. He was condemned in the United States to be killed because he killed people. He received Jesus in prison. And he said to everyone, kill me! <laughs> but they changed the law in that state, and they are not allowed to kill people. So they free him after 25 years. And he said to me, they should kill me. I kill people. But God saved me, so I share the gospel to everyone. Awesome. Awesome. But if he kill one of your, one you love, will you re react like that with joy? That that one will be saved? We have to think about that. It could happen. Because the focus of God is forgiving people who turns to him. Are we running away to share a gospel to someone because he's not a good person? Question, eh? In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, we have this. And then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things 
and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teacher of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Peter rebuking the Messiah. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Matthew 16. Never, Lord, this shall, well, I went to see in the, in the dictionary that word shall. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm learning my English. <laughs> shall is like an obligation to that thing happen. So it's like Peter said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That obligation to give your life. No, no. You don't do that. Peter really, with his heart, intend to change the Messiah focus. And that's why we can understand Jesus turned to him and he said, go away, Satan. Because we cannot change the focus of God when he has a focus. And the focus of God was the salvation. Now, it is written in, uh, uh, okay, I'll wait. I'll wait, okay, for that. Just now, grave in your, uh, with your pencil, invisible pencil in your heart, focus of God is salvation. If there is someone here who is in a situation or a thought or a life that he think or she think God cannot love you, please erase that and put in your heart, God wants to save you. God loves you. God understands all the things and he is here to save you, transform you, and call you to his family and to focus on what is more important is have the eternal life in you. If there is someone here, I rebuke the thought that you are no good and you are not called by God, you are, you are not loved, God has a focus on you, he has your number. He wants to save you, change you, free you, give you the eternal life. Is it clear enough? Receive it and take it and turn to God. Rush to him. He loves you. The next thing is 
Jonah did that work with no joy. He did the work. He proclaimed that the city will be destroyed. But I'm sure that he has no joy because at the end of that scripture, we start to read, now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. Well, when you are full of joy, you are not talking like that. <laughs> so I'm really convinced that Jonah did the work with no joy. Because he knew that God is about to do something, he will not rejoice. Saving the city. It's an awesome key. It is an awesome key. Why? Because do you remember that uh, story Jesus said that a father has two sons? And he came to the first son and said, son, today I would like you come, uh, you go out and you work in the vine. And that son said, no, father, I will not go. Remember that? And the other son, he said, son, go work in my vine. And the other one said, oh, yes, I'll go. But he didn't go. But the first one who said, no, I will not go, he changed mind. So, well, I'll go. Which one did the will of God? The father. The first one. How many Christians, they say, oh, we will share the gospel. We will testify that God is awesome. And they never open their mouth. So if someone comes to me and says, I don't know if I, how I should share my testimony. And it happened to me last night. I was in uh, uh, St. Eustache, and we have an awesome uh, evening. And... Uh, uh, the wife, uh, the French people here, you know Mario Pelcha? Who know Mario Pelcha? But he was there sharing his uh, uh, faith. And uh, uh, his wife, uh, she is an awesome lady, and uh, she shared to me about uh, 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 an awesome uh, action of God in her life. She has been healed from uh, sickness. And she said, well, I have a big problem to share my faith. I said, I like that. <laughs> because tomorrow I will preach that. It's better to have problem to share our faith and ask God to help us than to say, oh, yes, we go and we don't. So I will pray for you. And I, when I will share to the precious people tomorrow morning at Eastgate, I will think about you. <laughs> awesome. I prefer someone who said, I don't know how, because I can say, well, let's ask God. Let's pray. He will give you strength. Remember Gideon? <laughs> so be honest. Don't play a game. Don't say, oh, yes, I will go. I will go. I will share the gospel to everyone, and you don't go. Instead said, well, I would like to go, but I need prayer. That's an awesome position. 
to have, like the first son. Because if you say you go and you don't go, you don't do the will of God. You don't respect your own vow, engagement. So be careful. Be careful. We have an awesome key here. An awesome key. Because Jesus said, do we have another slide, uh, Simon? The biggest miracle ever. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. Remember that? He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asked for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Why Jesus choose the sign of Jonah? Did you ask that question to the Lord? Why you picked up that story, Jesus? Because it is the biggest sign from God. And sometimes we think, a sign. Well, there is some reason. Switch the other slide. Death and resurrection of Jesus. Three days in the belly. Jonah was dead in the belly eh? of the fish. <laughs> because it is written in Jonah's book that he called out from death to God. So that sign is about the resurrection, death and resurrection of Jesus. And sometimes we stop there. It's not the biggest sign. The biggest sign is the compassion of God. Are you okay, Jonah? About that tree who has been <laughs> dead? And Jonah said, yes, I'm right about that. You are concerned about that small plan you didn't work for? And I will not be concerned about these people? That's the biggest miracle. The generation of Jesus, as our generation, because we are in the same time, they are wicked. And the biggest sign is the compassion of God for our society. The compassion of God for the wicked one. And we know a lot around us, many. <laughs> there. And the focus of God, it's still the salvation. So that's the key. That's the biggest sign. The preaching of the repentance. That's the biggest focus of God, the preaching of repentance, the preaching of turning back to God. He did that for the Nineveh. And this is the sign Jesus is giving to us. My will 
is to save people. My will is to free them. My will is to heal them. My will is to have them with me for the eternal life. That's the focus of Jesus. That's the focus of the Father. And that's the focus of the Holy Spirit. And the biggest thing we have as a calling is to be a witness. To be a witness. You can do that with no joy. It's okay. God will save. You can do that with hard time to share. It's okay. God will hack. You can have problem to talk. It's okay. Just say, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> God will do something. But go and share your awesome testimony. Each one of you, you have about how you have been saved, transformed, free, because many has to be saved, transformed, and free in this world. The focus of God is the people who don't know him. And sometimes I think we are focused on our need too much, and we pray God for our need too much. We should pray, God, how can I reach someone? We should ask him, how can I give my testimony to someone? I should share, to, when I go to McDonald's to have the awesome coffee, make me meet someone. And I will tell you, I'm telling you, God will answer that prayer very fast but if you ask God I need this I need this I need this it's not bad but you go against the will of God because Jesus said everything is up to you <laughs> the birds are feed <laughs> the plants are clothed so don't worry about these things <laughs> and sometimes we worry about these things more about the focus of God Sorry for the one who had needs. God wants to fulfill the needs. I believe it. But focus on God. Focus. If you delight yourself in the Lord, it will give you the desire of your heart. So focus on what matters for the Father. So my expectation, I will that put that very heavy on your shoulder, is to see you going out this afternoon everywhere and sharing about God. It's fun. You have a coffee, and you share. You visit someone, and you share. Well, maybe they will not understand. They will not believe. Well, remember, Moses did the same thing. <laughs> He said the same thing. And God said, go. <laughs> it's not up to you to find out the reaction of the other one. It's up to you to work with the focus of God. And in that, you will be in his will. Amen.